Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shaw Class of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you two sober chicks. Welcome to March 27th, 2020. My message for you today came to me while I was outside on a walk, so important during these times of isolation in our quarantine. It's sunny and beautiful and the birds were singing and I had spent far too much time on social media and on my phone and I was feeling anxious. So I thought, sister, let's just put on our running shoes and go out for a walk in our pajamas. And where I walk in my neighborhood, there's a beautiful ravine and there's this one section when you're walking on a pathway where it clears out and there is a little stream that runs through and the amount of noise a little tiny bit of water running over rocks gives off is incredible. And it's also positioned at this time of year perfectly so that the sun pours down onto the stream and you see all the little glitters and glistens that are shining off of the bubbles and the gurgling. And I like to put my face up to the sun there and just center myself and let it warm my face and listen to the birds and listen to the water and take deep breaths. And so I did that. And lo and behold, I started to think about something more and more, because what am I doing if if I'm not thinking? And I was thinking about the fact that I wanted to grab my phone and take a video or a picture of it. And I thought about how dependent I am on my phone and how dependent I am on social media, being Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm not a Facebooker. And I don't know what TikTok and all that other shit is. And I thought something came to me and I thought we have forgotten how to be self-sufficient. We are so dependent on social media. We have forgotten how to sit with a thought or a feeling because we want to chart it or tweet it or post it and then doctor it up because we have also forgotten what a natural man or woman looks like. We have forgotten that we have um, created this society where a man is full of muscles and has a closely cropped beard and a certain way to have his hair and a woman has all kinds of doctored things on her faces and this isn't a shot at people that want to look better but what I'm saying generally as a whole we don't know what a natural man or woman looks like to the extent that when we see ourselves without a filter we have to change it so we can't even look at ourselves anymore unless we have the veil of what beautiful or handsome or sexy or desirable is. We have forgotten how to shop for food and to cook for ourselves, to know what it looks like to see a vegetable in in season versus one that's being transported in from somewhere else. We don't know how to do that anymore because we have companies that we call and they come and deliver food or we go through a drive-through and then we wonder why we're not feeling good our kids are not feeling good we're not eating with our families anymore because we're so busy we've forgotten that family time is important we've forgotten how to enjoy things by ourselves because we're so quick to be with others via social media Or we're not comfortable listening to our own thoughts and feelings anymore that any sort of contemplative practice or even prayer with God goes out the window. We've forgotten about the value of working for what we what we want in our lives, saving or appreciating something because we buy everything on credit because we have to have the newest bag or the latest makeup or the best clothes. 
We don't know how to appreciate old. We have forgotten how to recycle. We have forgotten how our, we are abusing and raping and pillaging Mother Earth because it's just out with the old and in with the new. Um, there's no more most of society now, everything's disposable. We don't use face cloths anymore because we have makeup wipes. We don't use cloth diapers anymore because we buy plastic or whatever they're made of and cotton diapers. Um, We don't know what it's like to have a pair of jeans from high school or a baseball hat from when we were a kid because everything is thrown out old in favor of new. And I believe this contributes to our deep and dark fear of death and aging. We always have to be young and new and fresh, and that's translated not only to our appearance, but society. So we have forgotten that we were made to be self-sufficient. How this came to me was I walked out of my condo building and I had everything I needed on me. I had my phone, which I had turned off, and thankfully, because had I pulled my phone out to take a picture or a video of this stream and how great and holy I am that I'm getting outside instead of inside watching Netflix, (laughs) which is what I wanted to do, um, it was off and it reminded me, oh yeah, I don't need this. I have my running shoes on my feet. I have a sweater on my shoulders. I have a bottle of water with me. I am self-sufficient. And when I go home, I don't need to call out for food because I have food in my fridge. I am self-sufficient. And if I need connection, I have a phone and I have a friend that I can call. I am self-sufficient. I can give to myself what I need and I don't have to reach outside of myself anymore. Even talking to God is going within. It's connecting to our spirit. We have forgotten how to worship God because we're worshiping the false gods of money and reputation and power and popularity. And I think as much as technology has been a good thing for us, I think it's been a very dark other thing most of the time because we need to be like other people and we want what other people have. And we were never created to do that. We were created for community with each other, but to bring our own gifts and talents to the table, our own perspectives, our own looks, instead of wanting what everyone else has. So I think it's a really empowering thing to remember that we are self-sufficient. And where better do we learn this than in recovery? That even though we have a program, And even though we have a community, we are able to be self-sufficient because it says in our big book, the more we depend on God, the more independent we are. The more we have a dependence on a power greater than ourselves, the more independent we actually are. So I think it's really good every once in a while almost to have like a spring cleaning of our beliefs and our old scripts and to remember that you... Anything outside of you does not have the answer. Anything outside of you will not give you happiness. I know this because I used to be married to a very um, successful man. And the most miserable people, including myself at that time, were the people that had the most. The men who had the most beautiful wives were cheating on their children. The, The people like me who had beautiful homes, multiple homes, multiple cars, multiple pieces of jewelry... It, it created a desire for more because, as my pastor said, a false god always enslaves you. And the more I started to go in that direction, the worse my drinking got and the more dark it became in my interior self and the more I didn't want to live. And then when I got into this program, I was told to keep it simple. And what's the other one that's like so similar? And I'm like, how do you separate these two? Keep it simple and... You guys are probably screaming at me, whatever it is. Um, 
it, it evades. It evades my brain at this moment. But what I'm trying to say is there's a reason that the most poverty-stricken people in the universe have the most joy and the most gratitude. Go visit a third world country and you will feel so immensely guilty at complaining about the little things that dominate our thoughts and feelings in our very privileged um, first world problem lives. So I hope that was helpful for you. It was certainly helpful for me. This is why I also love visiting monasteries and going on retreats because you have this little retreat room with a little tiny single bed and a desk and a chair and a sink and that's it. And yet the most peace I ever see in our society and the most joy and happiness and connection is in these retreats because we realize how simple. Oh, easy does it? No. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm old. Um the most peace I see across the board is when people start to simplify. That's why there's this new minimalist movement, which I love as a concept. And I've really minimalized my life as much as I can at this point. But I love that concept of not having to make too many choices because you have five shirts and six books and two pairs of shoes and you go out and you're just free, free from society's restrictions and demands on what it's supposed to be to be human these days. And I really think that if we look at this COVID-19, this is exactly the point of the spiritual awakening that's happening. And we're seeing it. I believe that humanity is going to rise from this point because we have seen how little we actually need and what's most important, which is our family and our friends, love and hope. In my case, faith and a higher power. And I want to celebrate that going forward. I don't want to be a consumerist anymore. I want to be a humanist. Uh, let's just take a breath together. Should we end with the serenity prayer, the beautiful prayer of our fellowship? Let's have a moment of silence together for those worldwide who are suffering, whether it's from addiction or just in a really shitty time in our world where there's a lot of suffering. Let's take that moment of silence and then we'll say the serenity prayer together in the we version. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, courage to change, <laughs> to accept the things we cannot change, courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Keep coming back. You're loved. You're worth it. You're seen. You're important. And I love you.